Hey, you're listening to the Speaking of Music podcast. Hey guys, we're back. And today we have a super exciting episode, Surrender by Maggie Rogers. This has been long anticipated by the podcast Mm -hmm. and our second installation of Maggie as she deserves. We are so, so excited. Okay. Let's not waste any time, and we're going to jump right in with background info, because we have a lot to say. So Surrender is the second studio album from Maggie, and it was released July 29th, 2022. And the singles were That's Where I Am, Want Want, and Horses, and that are 12 tracks in total. Okay, so let's get started with the rankings. I'll go first. Um, My rankings are That's Where I Am. Shatter, Begging for Rain, Honey, Horses, Overdrive, Anywhere With You, Symphony, Want Want, Be Cool, Different Kind of World, and I've Got a Friend. My rankings are Begging for Rain, Shatter, Overdrive, Honey, That's Where I Am, Be Cool, Horses, Symphony, Different Kind of World, Anywhere With You, Want Want, and I've Got a Friend. Okay, and mine are Begging for Rain, That's Where I Am, Honey, Shatter, Horses, Symphony, Anywhere With You, Overdrive, Want Want, Different Kind of World, Be Cool, and I've Got a Friend. <laughs> Let's dive right into Overdrive. I I love this song. Oh my god. So I think that this was more of an electric type of soul song yeah. as opposed to the more hearty soul that we heard in some of her previous music and you know heard it in a past life um but overall this was the perfect kickstarter to the album i i can't think of another track i'd choose for the song is just so electric and catchy and it just drew me in right from the beginning oh it's just so good i don't i don't even know what to say i just got so excited when i heard this song for the first time i'm like man this album is going to be good it's Mm -hmm. going to deliver exactly in the ways you needed to and you know three singles she had put out before the album already were like living in my brain rent free and this song really just like fueled the energy i had and i was so excited to hear what was next i think the song um did a good job of opening the album i feel like i always say that for like every single <laughs> opening song i'm like i'm also like it's a good intro um but i mother did serve <laughs> mother served um as someone who didn't listen to maggie as much as the other two people in this room um i think it um did a good job of setting the tone for the album and you know it was, it's definitely a little bit of a different feel, a different style of production than what we heard in, heard it in a past life. Um, so this track definitely set the scene for me. And I also approve of the production, if you would like to know. Wow, stamp of approval has been given. It has. Okay, okay let's talk about it. That's Kid Harpoon. That's my queen, Kid Harpoon who works with some of my favorite artists, works with Harry, Maggie. Oh my God, never, he does no Too wrong. Good. Never, Too good. does no wrong. Um, yeah, anyways, I was okay. about to talk about Kid Harpoon, so glad. Let's, let's move on to That's Where I Am. This reminded me of, I can't pinpoint a specific Ash song, but 
an no, old ash yeah. era. Um, I love the string tight harmonies in the chorus. There's just so much to love about this song. It's so good. And the lyrics, ugh, the first verse is so good. I just, I love the friends, the lovers arc of this song. I do too. I told you I loved you when we were just friends. You kept me waiting and I hated you then. And then, you know, like the people, like they got their lives together. And then she says, it all works out in the end. Wherever you go, that's where I am. I love the concept of wherever you go, that's where I am. And I love the lyric, even boulders turn into sand. Like, you know, the the repetition of the waves being rocks. Like it all happens over time. It doesn't matter. Just give it time and it'll all work out. And it's so, so much fun to sing. And like the chorus is so like the energy builds up. You're like, it all works out in the end. And then like the chorus ends and you hit the, the, like, the gritty, like electric sound. Oh, I love that's where I am. Till the day I die, I understand that's where I am. I think that the song, as Sophia was saying, has a really, really well-structured production and really good production choices. Um, and as Misha was saying, the orchestral, like, big vibe really appeals to me personally. And I think that it just, it, it just sounds so genuine and, like, something that you could sing along to. Yeah. Um, I also, I love the bridge, like the no, I'll never find another, no one else can do it better when we're together, it feels like heaven, like the flow of that is so nice. And then just saying like, you're the only one I wanted, like the only one I've ever wanted, all I've ever really wanted was you, like, it's always been the two of them and they had to go through other relationships and other heartbreaks to feel it. But like, in the end, it comes to like something that feels so right. I love that idea. I love that arc. It's my favorite book trope, fun fact, friends to lovers, right? Okay. But strangely, exes to lovers too. So I don't like exes to I lovers. I love exes to lovers. I don't like exes to lovers. No, friends to lovers. I like friends is to lovers. But exes, exes to lovers. I hate enemies to lovers. Guys, with that, let's move on to want, want, right? Yes. Okay. Want, if you want, want. want. If you want, want. <laughs> then you want it. Uh, this, okay. So we frequently talk about how catchy Maggie's songs are on this podcast, but this song in specific in specific (laughs) this song in particular was a song that stuck with me after like the first listen itself after the first listen i found myself singing the song all the time it just was so easy to sing and so catchy um it's very gritty and again it keeps with this electric type of theme she has going on in this album so really good song i like that it um Okay, so I have, I'm a little, you know, particular about the repetition of words in songs and how it's used musically. And I think that musically this worked out very well because of the way that the syllables, um, like, they all line up. They line up, yes. I think it's harder to do it with words that are multiple syllables, but obviously want is one syllable, so it's, it's a lot of fun if you want then you want yeah it's like i think i think it adds a new um like a little twist you think about it a little differently when she says it twice instead of once it's like what do you want what is she wanting (laughs) i think it's a lot of fun yeah 
Um, it also was a really good choice for a single. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think it was interesting that the two singles she released were, like, directly next to each other on the track list. I like um, Yeah. Those were, like, the Most. two, like, prominent singles before the album. And then Horses was, like, right before. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to Anywhere With You. This song was definitely more reminiscent of her older stuff. And I loved that kind of throwback in the middle of the album. I think my favorite part of the song was the final chorus. Oh my god, yeah. So it just good. kept building. It just kept getting bigger and better. And I was just so excited by the end. I was the belts are so good at the end. I yeah. love when she like belts it. She always puts it in the in the right places and they're mm-hmm. so powerful. They're so filled with yeah. like this like like Fire. feminine fiery energy that like like it fuels me to live another day exactly yeah. i really obviously always enjoy when songs are built up properly when the production is correctly done um well done enough that it like songs that build up properly like you can feel it like when you listen to it you can feel it in your body yes but you tell them <laughs> um and i always like obviously the orchestral like big sound because it fills more like room sometimes you know especially in more standard pop songs the like standard pop build up type of thing feels a little dry and feels Shut a little up. dry and like empty so i always really enjoy this type of big big sound yeah okay with that let's move on to horses which as we said before was the lead-in direct lead-in to this album okay little 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 thing before we get started horses she sees horses and she knows that it's gonna be okay horse girl no i was like i was very upset i was like oh my god she better not be a horse girl <laughs> it's like that's so like the kids horse in girl, elementary Sophia. school that show up in like co- little cowboy boots that little cowboy hat and like yeah i went to the stables this weekend no literally like i have my my riding lessons yeah i had my, I had my riding lessons today girl yeah. shut up no when she said like i see horses and i know there's a way i was like teleported to that like 73 questions with vogue when bella hadid <laughs> said she knew she knew she loved horses when she realized they could be her best friend i was like <laughs> i mean i was like she sees what no that's really funny though <laughs> but putting that aside the lyrics are i love i love the lyrics of the song honestly it's just she's so poetic in everything that she does that her lyrics are always very unique and fresh and I don't know I love the acoustic parts I really like the final part of the chorus I hear thunder oh and I start to break would you come with me or would you resist oh could you just give in the way she like screams that she's like oh could you just give in the second she like enters an angry woman era it is all over for you guys it's over for everybody it's over for everyone yeah but you know she sees horses running wild and she wishes like Bella Hadid. <laughs> I mean, it's it's good imagery. It was the imagery of, you know, like horses in the middle of the field. It's giving free reign. <laughs> With like mountains in the background. Anyways. I love horses. It was a good single choice. It too. really it yeah, was. It was. Okay. So we're going to move on to Be Cool. 
this one is fun. This could have been a single. I really like this and one. I like Nico a lot. And I know my rankings don't really reflect that, but that yeah, said, I love mine. every song a lot, like every yeah. single, single one. Um, I just love the way she says be cool. Like the way she says the word cool is so yeah. much fun. Like, <laughs> not like that. <laughs> yeah. No, the thing is, is that um, it's, it's really bad. But if I see a song that has like, Cool in the title. I just think of the Jonas Brothers. Song. <laughs> no, <It's>, yeah, chill. <laughs> no, but it's really chill. funny because that song came out when I was in like seventh grade. And Why was it kind of a bop? It was. Oh, it was. It's it on was. my iPod Shuffle. No. Anything on my iPod Shuffle. And I would just it was certified. Was <laughs> certified. And I would listen to it when I was working out when I was like tinier. Can we talk about how that Jonas Brothers album was good? It was. Like it was. It was Roller good. coaster. It was cool. So good. Only human. Sucker. Only human. Like, come on. So Only good. human is such a bop. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> back to be cool. I love the lyric "drunk on the month of June." Yes, I love that yes. part. I also no, like June the Britney. Is, June is a great month, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it is. It's not my favorite month, but I'll it take is. it. I love June. June I love is June. great because it's like next be- in the middle of June. It's before. It's like too too hot. I like July. I like October. I love October. I, I love like September. July. I don't like snake. I don't like July or cool. August really. September is like oh, October is good. October is good. Okay, before this goes too far, I like the Britney reference. I you know this, she has taste. This one is chill. It's cool. You know, it's, it's, it's cool. cool. It's like when someone says like "be cool," like this is the energy you want to give off. Yeah, and I think that's a lot of fun. Um, and oh my god. It's so much fun. I love Be Cool. Okay. You know what would be pretty cool? An ad break. <laughs> Here's one for you now. Here's one for you now. All right. We're back and we are going to talk about Shatter, which is one of my personal favorites. I love this song. <laughs> it just doesn't stop moving. It just, like, when you get to the chorus, it makes you, it's like, an electric energy it makes you want to go wild this is what i'm saying the angry woman era every single element of the song is so good and the 90s kind of soft rock thing she's yeah. doing here works out so well i think that the way she does the kind of like the lyric repetition like like the or you know like couple of lines over and over again works really well because of the way that it it just keeps on going mm-hmm. it, like there's no stopping it just keeps on going and then you know sometimes she'll like twist it and the lyrics will change slightly and then it means more because yeah. she repeated it before um uh, i also just like the word shatter yeah i like how shatter comes into play right like i could break a glass just to watch it shatter i'd do anything just to feel with you I love that concept. Yeah. I also, I love the lyrics in the chorus. They're a lot of fun to scream because watch. So she, the idea of why I like the chorus so much, don't actually watch. I meant like listen, <laughs> but we're on a podcast. So. Yeah. Um, the, she starts singing quickly and like in like this like powerful chest voice. And then she goes, I don't really care if it nearly kills me. And then on the second lyric, I'd give the world if you asked me. And then in that little, like, two, she goes into, like, a pretty lyric, like, head voice. And it's, like, a change of voice. And she does that every other line, which is, like, a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And a lot of energy that she's putting into singing. This must be a really difficult song to sing. She plays around with, you know, the way her 
she plays around with her vocal technique a lot in this song and i agree it must be very very difficult to sing this also though um the word shatter i always um associate it with shatter me i knew it i knew you were gonna say that because i was about to bring that up um which is shatter me is Have you a- read it? there's like seven books but i've read like five of them so shatter me is a book in a series of books <laughs> mm. um and so i picked it up because you know it was one of those like recommended list if you like this book read this mm-hmm. book um and i think that the first four books had a good a good arc a good storyline we have a nice little enemies to lovers that I think that worked out really well, by the way. The okay. the romance storyline worked out very well. But then it kind of like drops off because like now they're in love and now we don't have any like storyline left. <laughs> okay. And then there's like three more books after that that I, I haven't read two of them, but I stopped reading it because the books weren't out yet and I wasn't invested enough to read them more. Uh, off of our Shatter Me rant, we're going to move on to Begging for Rain. Which is number one for me and Victoria. Which I think makes a lot of sense. It does. Yeah. I, I'm a sucker for rain songs. So it, I agree. It really doesn't matter what the song sounds like. Rain. It, on <laughs> it doesn't matter what the song sounds like. It <laughs> was actually lurking a rain on me. He's a hater. What? I was never just a rain on me hater. You were just so, like, you played it 60 times on loop. I played it like 40. No, you did not, girl. Yes, I did. Like 60 versus like 10. No, I was definitely you know a rain on I'd this I'd rather band. be dry, but at least I'm alive. As I was saying, it doesn't matter what the contents of the song are, as long as it has something about rain or like space in the title, I'll eat it up. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But luckily for me, this song was fantastic. I also very much like the rain concept. And I was... Um, when I was much younger and like the only songs I heard on the radio was Call Me Maybe and Adele. <laughs> so I was like a Loki Adele fan when I was younger and I love Set Fire to the Rain. Yes. So I've always liked when Rain is used. Um, I also, I enjoy even more when it's not just like raining i'm sad you know i don't want that i like the idea of begging yeah it's like a different concept of using something that has been used for like the same metaphor many many times yeah (laughs) no okay what i wanted to say is that the pre-course is so good i try my best not to be bitter give my rage a babysitter i was like whoa oh my gosh Okay, uh, before we go too deep into this lovely song, yes, we have to move on. We do, to... unfortunately. To I've got a friend, first to last. <laughs> <laughs> I indeed have a friend. Thanks. We actually do have friends. I know that might surprise you, but we it are might surprise you. We are actually friends too. We have that. other friends that are not just the three of us, but they're like hanging on a thread, hearing about music, and they're just like. That's why we started this podcast. Like they're ready they to wanted, leave us. They wanted to cry every time we would start talking. So now we have an outlet. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot happening in the song. There's Rob so, Pattinson <laughs> happening in the song very prominently. Let's let's move past that one though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Claro and Claude. I know. 
there's so many very interesting and I would go so far as to say strange elements of the song. But, you know, it stays true to Maggie fashion. Like, it still seems like a song that she'd write. And we get things that I like, like the jazzy little piano thing mm-hmm. happening after the chorus. I like the way that she sings the words, I got a friend, when she like throws it like that, I've got a friend, like that part. Um, I don't, I mean, okay, I understand the whole, like, why she keeps saying it. And she's like, I've got a friend who this, I've got a friend who, and then she describes her friend. Um, Very interesting for me. <laughs> I just don't like the, I've got a friend and she's got a friend too. I don't, like I, yeah, I don't like that either. Like, it's fine that... Okay, the concept, it it makes sense, but there are better words. There are yeah. better ways. There, it's, it's, it's a little too straightforward, I guess. You know what the I've got a friend and she's got a friend too reminds me of? That one song by Sabrina Carpenter that's like somewhere in the world there is a mother and a father. Oh my god. That song. I don't know why they can say that was that. That song scares me. It's like, okay. No, we're not going to dive into that. Awesome. But if you want to Google it, please do. According to Genius, I've got a friend, her name is Claire, could be a reference to the 1975 song, um, you know, the one with Phoebe Bridgers, Jesus Christ 2005, God Bless America. I love that song. It is actually not. It's so good. It's so good. It's like, I'm in love with Jesus Christ. And then it's like, I'm gay. <laughs> wow. Thank you for adding that part, Sophia. <laughs> it's so good. Okay, we're going to move on to Honey. And let me just say that Maggie seems like the type of girl who would call people Honey. Like, she se- that seems like a personality thing. Okay, this is going to sound bad, but when I saw it, all I could think about was Baby Honey by Harry Styles, which sounds a lot like Keep that On A Rockin' Me Baby by the Steve Miller Band. Yeah, I know, Baby Honey, is it money? Yeah. Okay. I will say this now. I listen to the Harry Styles leaks. I will listen to leaked albums. Oh, I don't God. care. I don't care. Okay, don't care. back to this song. I love this song. Very evidently, it is fourth on my rankings. However, this is going to sound so bad, but the melody of the chorus sounds like a Disney theme song. And that's not in a bad way. That's just an observation I have. Anyways, <laughs> move on. Okay, I like... Um, I think it's kind of funny that there's, like just a bunch of the one word song titles just like if you look down my rankings it was all next to each other um (laughs) yeah um as i was saying about how i like the word shatter the word honey is also very appealing to me i love calling people honey yeah i know you seem so attached to that (laughs) i love the word honey I can see you honey, with his arms around your body. <laughs> Whoever's editing this has to keep that hair. I don't care if we get copyrighted. Um, back to the song. I think that this song has a bunch of very nice elements that are, you know, you know sprinkled throughout the album as well, but... Um, I don't know. This song, production-wise and melody-wise, was appealing to me. Yeah. I I like it a lot. Yeah, it's very sweet. It is. Like honey. <laughs> okay. Sweet like honey. Let's move on to Symphony. Um, this, this reminded me of a song I wrote when I was, like, 13. 
So kind of embarrassing. <laughs> this song is better. This wow. <laughs> Just so you know, Maggie. I love no, the no, I think so. I think thirteen year old Sophia wants to say this. She was she was really good. Thirteen year old Sophia song. Have you ever heard, good? Have you ever heard classic American boy? I like okay. I like the lyric "Life's a promise that never ends." That was that might be my one of my favorite lyrics from the album. So good. Okay, another one of those one-word titles. Symphony, also something I like. I enjoy symphonies. I also like the other song called Symphony. Yeah, I, I grew agree. up on that song. I love that. That song. song is really good. I yeah, that song is like it like takes you back. Though. I it sang just... it at a camp talent show and I won first place. Yes, Nisha's yes. <laughs> talented. Did you so know? true. Um. And the concept though, like, there's nothing else that, there's nowhere else I'd rather be, and there's a symphony going on inside my head. I don't know. I there's been a lot of different ways to say there's noise in your head, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I just personally like the symphonic sounds. Sure. <laughs> the orchestral sounds. That's just me. Um, but I like how this song is, there's, I don't know, less, yeah, there's less words, less words than some of the other ones, right? So you get the contrast, because contrast is important. Okay, and with that, we're going to move on to a different kind of world. I got the horse girl vibes again here. Yeah, again here. Bit, when we're okay. all, when we're... Oh, when we're riding all together, I'm a different kind of girl. I mean, it, it's a... I love Hadid right now. It, it, it makes... A, it's a closing track, for sure. Yeah. Like, it gives closing track. Of course. And I... Okay, I like how it ties back to the theme of horses. I like that. Like, I'll accept it. And I like how it literally starts with one last song. Yeah. This is, this is gonna sound bad. But um, her haircut gives horse girl... <laughs> It does sound bad, but it's kind of true. It is true. But Horse Girl, non-derogatory, okay, Maggie? We love you too much for it to be derogatory. Horse Girl, positive. Horse Girl, positive. Okay. This song was so... I think it's nice and simple. Yeah. Very intimate, I think. It's very simple. It's a little low on kind of all of our... Little high, little low. Little shut up. (laughs) It's a little low on on all the rankings, but I just think it's 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 because it's simple. Yeah, but it's it's difficult it's not, to rank this album. Yeah, we we know that we've talked about it, and after all of these incredible things we've said about every single track, you can understand why it's difficult. It's also difficult to close off this episode, but we have we're to. Out of, yeah, we're out of time. Um, so. If you want to hear any other albums that we haven't covered yet, make sure to let us know. Our Instagram is at the Speaking of Music Podcast. And our TikTok is at Speaking of Music Podcast. So make sure to go follow both of those for all the latest updates. And as always, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.